Investor confidence is growing. Let's have a look. Hello everyone, Florian Heiser here and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. I thought, kind of as a follow-on to the piece I looked at this morning, we'll look at this article that is now telling us that low rates and strong rental returns are boosting investor confidence in Queensland. Now, if you didn't watch my video I did this morning, or my first video for the day, where we kind of learned that most off-the-plan purchases were resulting in a loss, 40% of them in Queensland, where the hell is, is this coming from? Where's this coming from? How can you have one thing reported one day and another thing reported the other day? You tell me. Maybe it's just clickbait. But what, what are they saying here? Low rates and strong rental yields are boosting investor confidence. Now, before we jump through this, I'll just bring your attention to our rates. Okay, we're at 0.75. There's arguments that they will go even lower. The RBA is saying they want to get unemployment lower to the natural rate of 4.5%. Now, with a economy that has some intervention by the state in this regards, minimum wages, you're going to have some people that are not productive enough to reach that level. So you will have always a natural level of unemployment. One would argue that if you are a benefit of any of these legislations, you have a duty of care to those who are not. I'd say, well, you can't have it both ways, guys. So our rates are lower, and apparently that's driving up investor confidence in Queensland, even though off-the-plan purchases, over 40% of them in Queensland, are making a loss. Does it make sense to you? Let me know what you think in the comments, guys. You know, these pieces are all starting to fall together. So rising home values, record low interest rates, and strong rental yields are tempting investors back into the market, with Queensland shaping up as one of the hottest destinations for those with cash to splash. I'd say, well, Queensland, we always are more affordable to the southern states, Brisbane in particular. You know, it's the old story of people downsizing in Sydney and Melbourne, coming up to Queensland, buying a small property, and then having enough wealth to retire. I mean, that's the thing. Quality of your life here is quite good. The weather's beautiful. You've got all the modern conveniences. And our politicians are a mixed bag of entertaining characters. <laughs> there you go. New figures show that the value of home loans taken out by investors have risen 11.6% nationally over the past three months, making the fastest growth in the value of investment loan commitments since November 2016. Okay, that's maybe people are refinancing. How much of that is refinancing? That's the issue. They're not saying that here. New figures. Okay, new figures. So what they're doing is they're bookending this sentence or they're starting this sentence with the word new. So you make, might make the mistake and link that, oh, new home loans. New home loans. No, notice that? That's what I initially thought, but they're not explicitly saying that because we've got to remember, and I will jump here, 2016, look at that foreign investment. I know I keep bringing this chart up, but guys, this should shock you. The black line is the percentage of building approvals that are foreign investment. It's over 90% and it's shot right back down. Building approvals are also down to 2012 levels, as we saw in a video a few days ago. Consumer confidence is going back down. Business confidence is down. So I question that. Maybe, maybe this is people taking advantage 
of consolidating debt and um, refinancing because of the low cash rate. The rise in investment activity comes after a period of relative inactivity with investor participation falling from 43% of the market in mid 2015 to a recent record low of 25.8% in July this year, the latest CoreLogic Property Pulse reports. CoreLogic's head of research, Tim Lawless, said the slump in investor activity was the result of several factors, predominantly policies that, that limited investment credit growth and capped interest-only lending combined with the housing slowdown. More recently, housing market conditions have turned a corner. Apparently, apparently, you know, CoreLogic are the only one that are, that are arguing, but everyone's leaping onto this thing. I'm still shocked that ABS are basing the housing index on, on their data and not not on the, the actual stamp duty data they're getting or updating it. Will we ever hear about the updates? I keep watching, uh, what is it, Silver Uncut, where he keeps mentioning, or and um, Schiff, where they keep mentioning that they'll, they'll make data and they'll come back and revise the data, but the market never responds to the revised data, it only responds to the latest news. We can see also in the stock market, it's, it's shot up just on the potential the potential of a resolution of the trade deal between America and China. So it's very finicky, very finicky. It seems seems very irrational and emotive. So, so with values rising across five of the eight capital cities over the September quarter and three of the broad rest of state regions. Okay, Mr. Lawless said, noting that those improved capital gains prospects plus the loosening of credit policies were likely bringing investors back. Every state and territory has seen a lift in the value of investment loans, with the largest rise over the three months to the end of August in Victoria and Queensland, where the, where the value of investment home loans commitments was up 19.1% according to the report. Tasmania and the ACT were the only other states or territories that recorded a double-digit rise in the value of loans taken out by investors during the past three months with 14.1% and 12.8% respectively. So this is for sale, a six-bedroom house at Edmondson Street Newmarket is set up for dual living. Yep, and is being pitched as the dream rental for investors or a smart purchase for a buyer who's open to renting out half of the property to pay off the mortgage. Yes, that's the, that's the advantage of it. The advantage of this, that's probably what we're going to end up uh, doing. We want, we're going to lift, build underneath. That's why we got a house in the condition it is. But, and, you know, that's one of the advantages of these old Queenslanders. You can actually, you know, get a whole lot of floor area underneath by just lifting up. But they're a, a bitch to maintain. <laughs> Particularly if you've got the older ones with the lead-based paint. Oh, that's, that's fun to take off. So... But investment activity continues to be most concentrated in New South Wales, where investors comprise 31.2% of the investor demand for mortgages. That state, state saw a 6.8% rise in the value of investor loans. In Queensland, investors comprised 19.6% of the market, according to CoreLogic. Looking forward, there is a strong likelihood that investor activity will increase further, Mr. Lawless said. The long-term average shows investors are typically around one-third of mortgage demand, implying investors are currently underrepresented in the market. How long is the long-term average? How long is the long-term average? How far does the CoreLogic data go back? That's the question I put to you. As investment activity rises, 
we could see increased price pressure in this sector of the market it tends to be more competitive in setting new price benchmarks. But the upswing in investor activity could lead to fewer first home buyers due to competition in the market, according to the report. Here you go, here's the, here's the pressure. Their FOMO is injected here. And the competition can already be seen in the Brisbane market with agents actively pitching properties to budget conscious first home buyers and suave investors or suave investors at the same time often noting rental yields and occupancy rates as selling points well guys those of you who are watching from brisbane what do you reckon do you think that's legit i know that i'm getting real estate agents coming up and offering valuations on my old place which is just nuts here on the market offers over 450 or oh, sorry 449 for um tedman street zilmia it's being marketed to first home buyers, young families and uh, suave investors due to the proximity of public transport and amenities. I mean, that's a nice one. I like that. I like the garden, you know, the good dual garage there. doesn't look like you need much maintenance from this photo, but you know, you never know when you go in there or you get a D-lap done. 450. Oh, that's a you know, fair, chunk of, fair chunk of pie, but it's more affordable now. More affordable now. So guys, what do you think? How does this compare to the uh, what we discussed earlier this morning with regards to off-the-plan purchases? It, well, this could be driving more people away from the apartment sector into the housing sector, even though we have more of a demand. Yeah. So in some ways, he could be right there, but he doesn't explicitly mention it. And you know, the um, refinancing factor is something to consider with these low options. And are we hitting the time now? 2019 where some of these people with their five-year interest-only loans may be starting to refinance. These are all things to consider. None are really addressed in this piece, but let me know what you think in the comments. What would you rather, an old Queenslander like this or an apartment in West End? I think we all know what we'd rather have. Anyway, guys, thanks for watching. Like, share, and subscribe. If you'd like to help me make more of this content, please share the channel. And if you want to support me financially, you can use Patreon or Subscribestar below. I also have referral links for Amazon and eBay, which doesn't cost you a cent and is a great way to help the channel. Just you know, be careful of Afterpay. Anyway, guys, take care and I'll talk to you later. Have a great day. And I'll just zoom over here.